All right, guys, what's going on? My name is Hector Guerrero, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, babe. What's your What's your uh, What's your name again? You don't know my name, baby. You get in. The, look, tell them. Tell them what's your name. <laughs> my name is Rachel Guerrero. You guys, today, today, she said. No, I, I looked her in the eye and I said, baby, who are you? And she said, Rachel Tilt Go- Guerrero. <laughs> uh, it's hard. It's, it's, it's adjusting, right? I mean, you're changing your name that you've had your whole life. So it's hard. It, it, well, it's not weird for me because I've been Guerrero my whole life. Yeah, you don't have to change your name. Yeah, You don't have weird. to go through this awfully long process. You girls have, man, y'all have to have babies. Y'all have to have a month. Okay, I'm going to stop. What is wrong with Gosh. <laughs> yeah, okay. we definitely have it harder. <laughs> Y'all have it harder than us. Um, man, guys, thank you for even being here. Uh, maybe whoever is going to listen to this, maybe it's just me and Rachel who are only going to listen to this podcast. If you're here, thanks for being here. Uh, we're going to call this the Young and In Love Podcast. This is designed and created for young people who are dating, are engaged, or are married and even if you're not in any of those categories if you are single and just wanting to learn more about those things that's what we're going to talk about from dating no from singleness to marriage and everything in between we're going to share funny stories we're going to share real experiences and it's going to be freaking awesome so thank you guys for being here um i'll share a funny story before we get into it um something that i've been doing which sucks because as a husband, I just want to be on top of everything. I want to impress my wife every single day. I want her to just never find dirt on me. But one thing that I keep freaking doing is I keep freaking leaving the house without the keys. And I think... <laughs> it's happened, what, four times? Now? Yeah, like I think I just get used to it because... Um, because my car starts without the key. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need to put the key in. I don't need to start the car. Like, it's just ready to go. When If the keys are in the car, at least by the sensor. So You've also, like, when, I, when you let me use your car sometimes, you'll get out of the car and take the keys with you. And mm-hmm. the car still drives, but once you turn it off, real. You won't, it won't turn back on again. But you'll, like, take keys. Remember, that, remember you, that one day I couldn't? <laughs> you drove off. You I drove, I've driven off a couple times without the keys. <laughs> guys, you could steal my car if you wanted Don't to. Tell that. Like, hey, okay, okay, guys, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> no, but um, what's it called? This past time, I think, was just my my scarred memory of I, I just learned my lesson to stop doing this. It was Memorial. No, no, no. Was it Memorial Day? It was right. Last Memorial Day was in May. 4th of July. It was the 4th of July. We had the day off and we were going to go hang with my parents, go hang with the fam and it was going to be a dang good time. And I left the keys on the door, locked the doors. We walked out and then right when we get to the car, like a rich, I said, hey baby, do you have my keys? For clarification, our our front door has a button that you can hit that it will lock it automatically. So you don't need the keys to lock it. It's evil, but it's a lifesaver, and I'll explain in a little bit. Um, we get to the car, and I tell Rachel, hey, babe, you got the keys? And she said, uh, no. And guys, when something doesn't go right, here's one thing about Rachel. It's cute, uh, and sometimes it can go really bad because if something doesn't go right on a day that's supposed to be perfect, all hell breaks loose in the little cute Rachel brain. I, I don't know <laughs> if you've ever seen the Sponge. Have you seen the SpongeBob episode where in his brain all the little SpongeBobs are freaking out? Like yeah. that's. I feel like that's what happens to you. Yeah. Uh, it's just like I don't know what to do. Like, yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't even know. Like. I just. 
I just kind of go through like a series of emotions and like I don't know <laughs> I don't even know how to like control myself I guess for a little while eventually like I'll calm down but when yeah yeah when something goes really wrong it's just like I start thinking of the worst you know yeah I um so what I ended up doing I was like okay babe just chill because I'm very I'm very chill in crazy moments like that so what I did I'm like all right I'm gonna break into the house that's I'm in the apartment that's what I'm gonna do I went around the whole patio jumped over the patio and I'm looking for every single door to try to open and nothing everything was completely secured and I was so annoyed about that called up maintenance and thank the lord he had the combination that allows us to open our door and rachel finally forgave me well did you forgive me after that incident yeah well i was really upset because one it was the beginning of the day on fourth of july Uh uh-huh two my phone was locked in the in the apartment any millennials and uh, um problem the office our apartment office was closed so mm. like I, I didn't think that we'd be able to get in at all and i thought we were gonna have to stay at your parents house yeah so. i think i think what happens with rachel is she just assumes the worst and well you tell me you so, were like well i guess we're staying at our at my parents tonight babe i i just imagine you thought we were gonna live on the streets forever <laughs> okay another funny story very quickly and then we'll jump into it um what's it called when we the day before we were supposed to go out to our honeymoon, um, what's it called? Okay, you don't want me to share that story. You gave me, Okay, don't share that story. We'll, we'll save that. Story. Oh, it's so funny. Okay, not yet. It's too sensitive. <laughs> we'll, we'll save okay, that story. guys, I will share that story later. It's, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, guys, thank you for listening to our Young and in Love podcast. Today, we're going to share our story, uh, the way we... Uh, approached courtship if you don't know what that word means is when you are pursuing someone with the full 100% intention of marrying them I believe I mean that's my interpretation of it and then we're going to talk about our dating season our engagement season and a little piece of uh, what it's like to be married but I'll share the first part of what it was like because if you guys don't know our story and you can cut me off baby and correct me if I'm wrong basically to sum it all up Rachel was Rachel had uh, made a commitment to herself that she wasn't going to date for a year. And I met Rachel within the first three months of that, correct? Mm-hmm. And, and I, didn't know at, I, I didn't know that at first, but within the first couple of weeks, I was like, oh my gosh, that's the hottest chick I've ever seen in my life. I need to ask her out ASAP. And of course I did. And she said yes. And then the next day she broke up with me. Let me explain. <laughs> Let me, so she always does that. She, she broke up with me because she, she said, hey, you know, I really want to go on a date with you, but I just can't because I'm, a, I, I just, I, I'm not going to date for, for another nine months. I'm finishing off this year. And I said, uh, okay. So, no, we, you were really. You were I was really depressed upset. that night. Like, I, you didn't, I don't even think you talked to me for the rest of the night. Stop, you're making me sound like a bad me. person. <laughs> no, you were just, you were upset. You thought I. You thought I didn't like you. You broke up with me. <laughs> we weren't dating. We're in a fight right now. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, so yeah, that night uh, was all sad and, and, and sad Hector. But that Saturday, I sent Rachel a message and that was when all hope broke loose. I sent Rachel a picture of ice cream and I told her, hey, um, save this ice cream for you or whatever. And basically, we just... We didn't do it officially, but we basically committed to each other that we were going to date on, on in July, which was in my birthday. And we waited for nine months. This is where I'm going to share, and then I want you to share, baby. Guys, we waited for nine months for each other. Just friends, 
not holding hands, no kissing, no nada, no nothing. The only thing we did was we texted and we talked on the phone because how weird would it be if I waited for Rachel for nine months but she never got to know me? Uh, so through, we talked to our mentors and, and they, were, they, were, uh, they were cool with that, with us like being able to talk and text. And um, we waited for those nine months and that's how we got to know each other. We were just friends and nothing more. And then finally, I think for me, the only reason that those nine months were so good, because if you guys don't know my story, uh, I think it was in 2016, it was 2016, uh, one of the hardest years of my life. Uh, sadly, I had lost my baby uh, with my ex, uh, me and my ex, we got pregnant and she had a baby and she wanted an abortion and I didn't want an abortion. I wanted an abortion at first with her just to agree with her of how scared I was in the situation, but then I ended up talking to my mentor and my pastor and, and he slapped, basically slapped me in the face and said, like, no, we're going to fight for this baby. And um, uh, what, what happened was we ended up waiting um, uh, in those nine months. And I think for me, it was just really good to for those nine months to get to know Rachel and heal and get a lot of freedom in my life that I needed. So I think that was what was really good for me. Instead of jumping straight into the relationship, I was kind of forced to wait those nine months for you. But baby, what was what was it like on your nine months? Well, for me, it sucked. <laughs> I, I hated it because, you know, my number one love language is quality time. And I couldn't I couldn't get that with you because like we couldn't just like hang out alone we couldn't just go to a coffee shop and just sit and talk we were always in group um settings and stuff so it was really hard on on that side and nine months is a long time time. (laughs) so it it felt like it was forever um but you know we both knew that it was good for us because you had been through some things the beginning of 2016 i had been through some things the beginning of 2016 so it was just kind of perfect the way it all worked out we just got to to get to know each other and um we were like best friends during those nine months Mm -hmm. so that was really helpful and really cool just transitioning from that into dating so it was super beneficial yeah so basically it was super tough for you yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, was, I'm very impatient. So it was tough for me, too. But I just man, it was so like such a good nine months for me uh, and being able to wait and just learn how to learn how to kind of like prep myself to date you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like get ready to, to be the best uh, boyfriend for you and future husband for you. Um, now into the engagement part. I, I skip dating. Did we skip the dating? Yeah. Oh, we dated. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, we ended up start. We started dating on my birthday, which was super dope. Like freaking greatest gift of my life to start dating this woman. And uh, we went to Austin, and it was a super good time. But how long did we date for? Like five months. No, it wasn't. It was five. It felt like two months. It went very quick. Man, it was it was so fast. But dating season was really good. Um, Rachel and I, you know, we wanted to commit and. Um, um, we wanted to wait to uh, have sex um, for marriage. We wanted to save uh, save that for marriage. And I think for me on my part, it was, I think just as, as a man and as, as a young dude, it's just tough because I want, I want to, clearly I love you, I respect you, and I cared so much about you, but that's just like the tempting part for me as a guy. Like it's just so hard. Like naturally I'll just think about sex and, 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 set, and 
and sometimes we'll be in settings where um, we want to push our limits, but thank the Lord we saved ourselves to marriage. Like that was amazing. So one of the biggest wins out of out of dating and engagement was just was being able to just truly wait and like stick to our stick to our commitment and wait for that. But I think that was one of the toughest things for me during our dating and engagement scene uh, uh, season. What about you? Yeah, I mean it was it was hard, of course, because like we just we we kind of knew that we were, you know we're gonna get married and stuff and mm-hmm. like you know when you're in that position where it's like you know you're gonna be with this person, it's really hard because you love them and stuff. Um, and we're both like we both love like physical touch and stuff, so it mm-hmm. it was for sure hard for us. But you know we had lots of great people around us. What are your uh, top? Like, I know you have top five love languages. Do you know all of them? Yes. What what are they? Number one is quality time. Number two is physical touch. Number three is um, acts of service. Dang, really? Yeah. Number two. Number number four is um, words of affirmation, and number five is gifts. Aw, gifts. (laughs) You do love giving gifts. I love giving gifts, um, but I only love receiving like actual gifts from like people who are really close to me and who like know me really well because otherwise it's just like <laughs> I hate getting gifts um I think mine are the the first one is words of affirmation I love being encouraged um second is physical touch third is like quality time and I don't know the rest but my top two are yours backwards right or no no, we both have the same number two. Both of our number twos are physical touch. We have oh, okay. different number ones. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, so we ended up getting engaged, and it was super dope. I had a photographer come out and totally surprised Rachel. But oh my gosh, that whole night was <laughs> the first part of that night. Like I was trying to keep my cool. And can you explain more about like when you got to my house and how awkward my dad was being? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I I remember I had been. I had been out of town most of the week, um, and I got back, like, that Thursday night or something, so I hadn't seen you all week, so I I drove to your house on Friday, and I was talking to your dad, and your dad was just being so awkward, which, like, looking back now, it's, I know why, but, I mean, like, he's always awkward, but, like, <laughs> he was really awkward. Love you, dad, if you're hearing this. <laughs> um, so it was, it was cute, and then when we, I think, got in the car... I think I thought I heard you say like because you were videotaping, and I thought I heard you say. Did you I'm say videotaping? To... Uh, what? Hey, what the kind of nineteen ninety five? I'm sorry, um, but I thought I heard you say I'm about to go propose to this woman. Which actually, now that we go back and watch the vlog that you made, mm-hmm. you actually do say it. And I was I, saying that. I I thought I heard it when I was in the car, which I actually did. So I kind of had that thought in the back of my head. But you kind of threw me off because you said we were going to go out to um, out to dinner with two of our friends and mentors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it was. You it, were nervous. I was so <laughs> freaking nervous, y'all. We were we were at the Continental Bridge and we were standing over there by the the river, whatever it's called, the Trinity River, and I was babbling like, guys, I don't get nervous. Like I'm chill. Like you could put me on a stage. It, like whatever like nothing freaks me out but yes yeah you i've only seen hector nervous three <laughs> times uh, in all the time that i've known him 
Um, what were the three times? When you asked me out. Uh-huh. Um, and then I turned you down the next day. Yeah, you oh, broke sorry. up with me. <laughs> um, when you proposed, and then on our wedding day when we had our first look. Our first look, yeah. You were oh so man! You didn't want to turn around. Guys, I'm, uh, when we did our first look, I couldn't even turn around to look at Rachel. I was so nervous. Anyways, um, guys, I was babbling right before I was gonna get on my knee and propose. I was I was asking Rachel the dumbest questions. I was like, "Hey, Rachel, so like, what do you have to do to get married?" And like, uh, oh, uh, and then. She was like, oh, pff, I don't freaking know. You gotta. I was really confused at what he was trying to ask me. And then I went for it, got on my... I was shaking, guys. <laughs> I got on my knee, proposed, and Rachel couldn't... Like, you couldn't believe it, right? Like, you were like... Well, I mean, you knew we were going to get married, like, but... I mean, I kind of knew that it was coming, but it's still, it's still different when it actually happens. Like, you can know that it's coming, but, like there's no way to prepare yourself for it so mm-hmm. it was like i was shaking for like the next two hours we're over here trying to eat at this fancy italian restaurant right afterwards i had booked for us this girl could not even eat spaghetti the, yeah. she was shaking well <laughs> neither of us had an appetite after that too like we were just so excited excited and stuff that we weren't even hungry so yeah it was dope that night was super cool we um uh, proposed to Rachel, took her out to dinner, and then I took her to a party. You with... blindfolded me. Oh, I blind. <laughs> no, we first we went to our parents' house, and then my mom had flowers for you. Yeah. Then you blindfolded. Yeah, me. I blindfolded her for thirty minutes straight. Felt like hostage scene. If someone <laughs> would have looked into the car, it'd be so creepy. <laughs> Minority and a white girl. <laughs> it was. It would have looked bad. But um, took her there, and just man, it was it was so magical. It was such a good time. And then took me where? to King's house. Where? Uh, in Arlington? No, like you had, you had a surprise party, a surprise engagement party. Yeah, yeah. Did, we, I didn't know if you could explain that. I think I explained that. Okay. Not really. Either way, <laughs> I had a super dope party for her with all her friends. It was awesome. Um, so we were engaged for how long? Uh, almost six months. What do you think? How long should? What is the the limit that people should like? What's the the stopping line of being engaged? Like, how long can people really go? What do you think? Like, how long can people go? Like, what... How many months is bad? Or, like, when do you think... Well... Like, you shouldn't wait more than a year, like some people say. What do you think? Um, I guess it depends on the the couple. You know, some couples like or need to be engaged for a year or longer. And some couples... um, Some couples don't. Like, Mm -hmm. we... Um, it also kind of depends on how long you want to take to plan your wedding because it's like some weddings are super yeah. big and need a lot of planning. Um, ours was a big wedding, but I feel like we didn't, we just knew what we wanted. So yeah. it's like, it didn't take that long to plan. But, um, I mean, in my opinion, I definitely think that couples should know each other for at least a year, um, before they get married. That doesn't mean they have to be engaged for a year. Um, just because, like, you know, they're, I don't know, there's there's just things that, like, you know, you learn about people after knowing them for a year, whereas if you only know them for a couple months, you might just still yeah. like, not notice things. Well, the, within the first month of me knowing you, I told you I was going to marry you, so I, <laughs> I didn't take your advice on that. Well... But we didn't get married then. We we weren't even dating. I wanted to get married. Yeah, but we, <laughs> <laughs> but we did it. Yeah, for sure. So it's just um, that's just always my advice. I mean, in my opinion, I think that's a good time. Yeah, for sure. So we were engaged for how long? Um, it was like five and a half for almost Man, six months. It feels like we were engaged for three months, babe. It went, for real. It went by real um, fast. We, we're, me and Rachel, like 
we're we're planners and we figured out most of we figured out a lot of our wedding um wedding planning during a little bit of dating a lot of the engagement and like the wedding was dope right like uh-huh. We we were freaking out on the day of because we were getting married. We weren't freak we weren't freaking out because of setups, uh, uh, time things or whatever. Right? Yeah, not a not a lot of stuff went wrong, which I'm super thankful for. Um, and we had a great team of yeah. people who like loved. Man, us freaking shout out! I'm sorry for cutting you off, baby. <laughs> shout out to every single person who was on staff that day. Facilities, TA, uh, uh, the wedding the wedding coordinating team, all of them. Man, they baby right like they made it happen right yeah they worked so so hard to make like our wedding come true and honestly like it like our wedding like exceeded all of my expectations like Mm -hmm. everything that we wanted to happen happened um there was so many people there like and i talked to so many people afterwards that were just saying like you know our wedding was just one big party which was my dream you know i just wanted to have one big celebration with you know everybody who like wanted to be there yeah. you know so yeah it was it was super dope y'all um so we waited apparent we were engaged for five and a half months i didn't know that i thought it was three i was just on la la land <laughs> but uh, yeah we did a lot of planning and got everything ready so um i think in the engagement season for me uh the hard part as well was when you're engaged it you can kind of feel like you get in a lull of like we're already married. I don't know if that makes sense, but it just feels like there's just an, it's just a freaking huge new level of, mm-hmm. it's like dating on steroids is what it feels like. And it feels like yeah. I was already married to Rachel. And something that I had to learn as a man is that Rachel needs communication and that I need to communicate to her. Like I can't, ju- I can't just assume she understands my feelings or, or whatever. Cause something that I'm still working through is if I'm upset or whatever, I'll just kind of internalize it, shove it down and kind of like this is this is going to sound like really dramatic, but like be a slave instead of voicing my opinion and letting Rachel know that like, hey, you hurt my feelings or hey, I'm not I don't want to do that or whatever. But one thing I had to learn, especially in engagement, because I, I feel like in our nine months in the dating, we got to know each other. But. I didn't really get to know you until yeah, engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> engagement is when I got to know Rachel and yeah, and, and know me. Sure. Like, man, I learned so much about myself. Um, and I think the biggest thing I'm I, I've learned and will learn until the day that I die is communication is key for every single thing. What about you, babe? Yeah, I mean that's also the other side. Like you, you would always do stuff without telling me, mm-hmm. like your tattoo. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> and then that would make me upset. But um, what was your question? I was asking, like, on my end, on the engagement part, uh, like a struggle and something that you, like, learned that was really good for you in that season. Um, I mean, definitely looking back, I, I can see how, like, a lot of things that happened just kind of prepared me for being a wife. Um, we definitely did. We learned a lot about each other. We learned a lot about ourselves through like our premarital counseling and stuff we um I feel like I overcame a lot of stuff that I didn't even know that I had like a lot of things that were in my way um, from just from my childhood and stuff that I I never even knew that I had or that I needed to overcome and Mm -hmm. stuff so that was really good yeah same for me like uh like I said uh 
a couple minutes ago when I was talking about uh, when I lost my baby to an abortion, I didn't know that I had been scarred from, I mean, I thought I had moved on already, like from that whole situation, but there was just so much that I, I still needed to let go and, and, and a lot of, really like a lot of insecurities and lies I needed to destroy uh, before I got married and, and still uh, still learning to kill every single day. A lot of insecurities I'm still learning to kill every day. But I think the th- the main thing for me that I've gotten out of everything and up to the point, because we've been married now for two and a half months. Yeah. Two and a half Two months? And a half. Dope. Um, the main thing that I've gotten out of it is as corny as this is and as, as simple as it seems because everyone talks about it, communication is key to any relationship in any season for the rest of your life until you die. Date, singleness, dating, engagement, and marriage. Um, would you agree? Or is yeah. there something else you'd add on that? No, I for sure agree. It's like, it's communication, like, us learning how to communicate has helped like so much like of course we still have a ways to go but um we don't like we never really like fight to where we're like yelling at each other or like just using words to hurt each other you know of course we have conflict but um we always um we always talk it out or we like give Mm -hmm. each other space to just calm down and then we'll talk or something and um, I feel like we've gotten really good at that through our dating and engaged mm-hmm. and uh, marriage too. So yeah. hopefully we get better and better. For sure. Man, well, we love you guys. We believe in you wherever you're at, whether you're single, dating, engaged, or married. Uh, we believe in you. And we truly believe that uh, where, wherever you're at, it, it can work. We believe that um, that you can be on a path to freaking awesomeness like we we truly believe that and um if you guys uh want to hear more of this want to hear more of our podcast please man let us know uh dm me on instagram uh uh, let me know if you guys are interested in this stuff we're gonna just try it out bi-weekly every every other week we'll we'll post on on the podcast anchor and um we'll just see how it goes and we love you guys baby got anything last things to say uh nope i think i'm good i think we're good Okay, love you guys, and uh, we'll see you later.